Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Kareem wants to know how asteroids form. So thank you. This is a really important question because asteroids are actually really important for us to figure out how the solar system formed. In a lot of ways, asteroids are like fossils, but asteroids may also be responsible for bringing water to Earth and other planets. So let's step back and talk about what asteroids are. Well, essentially, asteroids are big rocks in space. They are chunks of material made from rock and metal, but they aren't big enough that gravity starts to squeeze them into a ball shape. Once something gets that big, then we consider it a planet. Up until that point, it's just an asteroid. Now, comets, which you may have heard of, are also big chunks of material in space, but they're usually made from more ices, as well as some rock and metal. Now, we think that asteroids formed as the solar system itself was forming. So if we go back, we think that the solar system, our solar system, because there are many other solar systems, but that our solar system formed about four and a half billion years ago. We think that it formed from this giant cloud of material. And anytime there's a cloud of material in space, we call it a nebula. And this nebula had a bunch of material in it that was from a star or maybe multiple stars that had exploded. And when those stars exploded, they sent out material, lots of hydrogen, but also heavier elements like iron and oxygen and silicon and things like that, nickel. Those are some of the things that asteroids are made of. Those are also some of the things that planets like Earth or Mars or the moon are made of. And so there would have been this cloud of material in space. Now, probably for quite a long period of time, that cloud would have been pretty stable because the material would have been spread out, but it also would have been a little bit warm. And what it means to have temperature is when something's hot, it's that it has some energy. So those particles are wiggling and vibrating around and they would have been wiggling and vibrating enough that gravity wouldn't have been quite strong enough to start to pull them together until some sort of event. And we're still working on trying to figure out what it was for our solar system, but it could have been something like a supernova going off nearby or neutron stars collapsing and sending a shock wave through space. Something had to tip that balance and kind of squish the cloud a little bit so that gravity could start taking over and start to pull and squeeze the cloud in on itself. Now, probably 
this huge cloud started to clump into lots of different clumps. And each of those clumps became their own solar system. And over time, the stars have moved apart and spread apart. So the sun probably was born or formed with other stars around it. And we've spread out since then. Now we're all over. Our sibling stars are all over the galaxy. Now, let's focus just on the solar system. So at the center of this cloud, you get most of the stuff. So this clump of material, and that's where the sun formed. So almost all of that clump that came from our nebula became the sun. But there would have been some material, just a little bit of material left over that didn't actually become part of the sun. And we think that this material would have started spinning around. So spinning around, orbiting around the baby sun like a big disk. I like to imagine it kind of like Saturn's rings around Saturn. So this disk of material spreading out. And that's the disk of material that we think everything else in the solar system was made from. So the planets and the asteroids and the comets all came from this disk of material. Now, close to the star, the disk would have been really hot. And far away on the outskirts of the disk, the, it would have been very, very cold. So over time, little tiny pieces of material in that disk would have started to solidify, to turn solid and start to clump. Now, here's the thing. Different material can change phases or become a solid at different temperatures. Think about, for instance, water and a rock, right? So you don't really need all that much heat to melt ice into water, right? But if you want to melt a chunk of rock into lava, you're going to have to be really, really hot. And so it works the other way around as well. So at what temperature will something end up freezing? Well, things like rock and iron, they freeze at really, really hot temperatures. Temperatures way too hot for us as living animals to survive in. And then things like water ice or um, methane or things like that, they freeze at really, really low temperatures. So the things that could form next to the sun where it was really hot had to be things like rocks and metals. And things farther away, well, rocks and metals could freeze out there too, but other materials that were more abundant, so that means there were more of them, uh, like water, could start to freeze. So that's why we think that comets formed far away from the sun, but asteroids formed close to the sun. This also tells us about why there are different kinds of planets. Planets like Earth and Mercury and Venus, we formed close to the sun, and so we formed mostly out of rock and metal. But planets like Neptune or Uranus, they formed way away from the sun. So they formed with a lot of water, right? They're mostly water in these ices that we talk about. So let's go back to that swirling disk of material. Little by little, little tiny grains of sand start to clump together. And when they get close to another one, they'll stick to them. And then they start to make things the size of pebbles. And then the pebbles, when they bump into each other, 
they'll make things sizes of rocks and rocks into boulders. And once we start getting into the realm of boulders, those are asteroids. Now those boulders might clump together even more and make things the size of mountains or even the things the size of whole cities or counties. And those are asteroids. Now, I told you at the beginning that asteroids are kind of like fossils that can help us study the beginning of the solar system, right? Well, most clumps of material ended up becoming parts of planets. And planets, the thing about planets is they're changing all the time. They're really hot in the middle, so they can, if it's a solid planet, then they can have volcanoes, which are melting material and spewing out over the surface and changing all the time, right? So we can't really study what things were like a really, really long time ago with planets because planets change. But asteroids don't tend to change very much. So when they formed, we think they've stayed pretty much the same as they were four and a half billion years ago when they formed. So if we go to an asteroid and study that, we can know about what things were like four billion years ago, right? Now, I also mentioned asteroids might have brought water to Earth and some of the other terrestrial planets. Well, we said that Earth formed close to the sun, where it's really hot. So we don't think Earth really formed with much water at all. But if you go outside today, or if you look at a picture of Earth's from space, well, the surface of Earth is covered in water, right? And so where did all that water come from? Well, we have two ideas. We think that about half of it was actually made by volcanoes. When volcanoes erupt, they don't just erupt lava, but they also send gases out into the air. A lot of that gas is carbon dioxide, CO2, which helps to keep our planet warm. It acts like a nice blanket for us. And another one is H2O, water, which also can act like a blanket and keep us warm. Water is also a greenhouse gas. But when water gets into the atmosphere, well, it can condense into clouds and then rain or snow. So we think about half of the water on Earth came from volcanoes. But the other half, we think, actually came from space. Some of them may have been from comets, but we think actually asteroids with a little bit of water on them may have actually delivered most of the water. When the water we see in the oceans, the water in our bodies, the water that we drink every day, that water we think came from space riding on asteroids that smashed down into the planet. And so those asteroids became part of Earth and their water became our water. So this is our understanding right now. And as we learn more, and we go and visit more asteroids, and we visit more places in the solar system and study more, we'll start to learn more and be able to tell the story that I just told you in more detail. And maybe there'll be some parts that surprise us, some things that we were wrong about or things that we never even guessed that we would have never imagined. So Kareem, thank you for an awesome question. Thank you everyone for being here with us on the podcast, learning about space and science together. If you have topics or questions you want us to talk about, have your folks send them in to the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious. <laughs>